Welcome. You're listening to the Leading Hope Podcast. My name is VJ Williams here with my friend and pastor, Kevin Jack. Thank you for taking time out of your day to become a better leader. Thank you uh, for joining us today. I'm so excited that we get to start a new, not a series, it's just a new standalone. New. And I cannot wait. And yep. you thought I was going to do something different here, yep. but I'm done. You guys know where to find Shout us. Out. You, yeah, you can find us on YouTube. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, but that's it. I'm not going there anymore. It. I'm done. Great review, though, because that's really important. <laughs> He's good ex- yourself. You got so far. <laughs> no, like, a few, ah, a few extra minutes will help you get this podcast in the hands of many more leaders like you. Uh, today, Kevin, you've titled this episode 156, How to See. Can I, can I pop back for just yeah, one yeah, second? Yeah, you can pop all the way. Can we right, give a you want? shout out to uh, Molly Sloan? And uh, Connor. Oh, yeah. For uh, oh, yeah. producing the Leading Note podcast. The leading at note. We hope staff advanced this last year. Just want to give a quick yeah. note. Yep. With the fake octopus shirt. Yeah. Imitation is the highest form of flattery. It is every time. And they didn't just Whether do it Whether you once. meant it or not, we're flattered. Yes. Thank you so much. We love <laughs> you guys. Right. Let's jump into today. So, uh, VJ, first, you have yes. an answer to this question. What? How to see? Yes. Yeah. Now, step number one open the eyes. <laughs> we're done. Yep. Thank Did you it. for joining us today. If you <laughs> So today, what I want to do is I want to give some thoughts on focus, planning, blind spots, all of these different things. And um, there's this uh, old Jewish proverb that says, we do not see things. Oh, you intrigued. I said I, Jewish proverb. And you're like, I'm like, oh, well, well, I didn't know where you're going with and this. And the proverb is, uh, we do not see things as they are. We see things as we are. Okay. And so it's the acknowledgement that our perspective flows out of our identity. We've talked about that in pieces in the past, maybe not that bluntly. Uh, But I want to talk about just kind of like how we see and how it relates to our awareness of what's taking place, how it relates to how we plan. And so I just want to give kind of a, a couple helpful points. You may not, this is one of those podcasts that like, my guess is when someone sees the title, they're not like, oh, I don't know how to see. Yeah, right. But my, my guess is there's some pieces within here that you're really missing, especially as it applies to the rhythm of how we see correctly, how we see helpfully in terms of what we need to accomplish. So just a, a couple handles around this idea. First one is that you are better at seeing close up or far away. <laughs> you, you're better at one. You have a strength in one area. I, I found this out. This was fascinating to yeah. me. Ready? Uh, so we talk about like... Um, some people will say, I have perfect vision. Okay. You've, like, I yep. have 20 20 vision. Yep. I have perfect vision. And um, that's like, here's that, that's normal vision. Right. That's not perfect. And I found this out. If you, no one may care about this, but I thought it was intriguing. They're like, the numbers on the, like, the vision chart, yeah. like 20 20, 20 30, has to do with how far away you have to be in order to see things correctly. Gotcha. So, like, if you have 2015 vision, it means you can stand five feet further away to see what a normal person sees. Got it. If you have 2030 vision, it means you need to be 10 feet closer, closer in order to see what a normal person sees. Yeah, that's good. But it's the acknowledgement. What what I want to just like the whole point of this idea is to say like eagles have perfect vision. You do not. <laughs> you might have normal vision, but like no one has perfect vision. And so to acknowledge that like you will have a strength, yeah. you, you will have a strength of either uh, details, awareness, um, some people like relationships can quickly pick up on clues, things like that. Like, oh, that's not going well, or they're going to get married. Yeah. Uh, some people can in, just like intuitively feel the tension in the room. Some people, when they 
look at a proposal or a chart, they can immediately tell whether it's going to work or not. And so I just want to acknowledge as it relates to like long-term planning patterns, predictions, how, how those things go, or as it relates to short-term awareness, details, things that are more like in the tenacity side of strengths. Yeah. You have a gifting. You're better at either seeing up close or far away. Yeah. You need to be aware. Now, we're going to talk as we move through this as to how to increase those, but I just want that idea settled in. You're at V, which one are you? Uh, I probably do better when I see up close. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. And I am, I am much better further away. Yeah. Close up, I'm not good. Right. So, first piece. You're better at seeing close up or far away. Yeah. Uh, second handle, second idea for today is that you need to be aware of how far into the distance you can see. So your long range sight, your distance sight, you, you need to be aware of what that actually is. I, I would say it's true of both. You need to be aware of both. But I would say even more so, you need to know how far into the distance you can see. Um, I went through a... Uh, first off, I became more aware of this because my kids were pointing out signs before I could. Okay. They're like, oh, this is on the exit. And yeah. I was like, how did you know that? Yeah. They're like, well, it's on the sign. I was like, that sign way up there. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it says it on the exit. I was like, shoot. <laughs> I didn't realize impressive. that I had lost some of my long range sights. Yeah, impressive. <laughs> that was better earlier in life. Um, but I, I really felt this uh, when we made the move from Be Hope Church to Highland Park. Because at Be Hope, I have been in the culture long enough. I've been in the strategy long enough that I, I really felt like I had a great grasp of how like current initiatives would play out in the long term, what the potential problems would be in the future, where the opportunities that we would need to seize were. And then when we made the shift, I didn't know. Like I was brand new to the culture. I was yeah. brand new to the system, to the context, to all these different things. And people always talk about like, it takes time to adapt. One of the things that people didn't prepare me for was how much I would lose my long range vision and how long it would take me to get that back. Gotcha. We've, we've talked about that just in bits and pieces on here. I would say like, I just got away recently for two days to prep out messages through Easter. I couldn't have done that six months ago. I couldn't have done that two months ago. Yeah. I needed until now to know where we needed to move with some of these pieces. Um, I have a friend who's a pastor at a longstanding traditional church that I think he's doing a great work there. And one of the things when I was talking to him is he said, for the first year, I couldn't think more than a week out. If I thought more than a week out, it was debilitating. And so I could only go, and he goes, sometimes people would ask me, what are we going to do for Christmas? What are we doing for Easter? What's that? And he goes, no, no, week at a time right now. Yeah. And I thought that was such a wise insight to know how far into the distance he could see. And that's what I believe. You need to be aware, like how far accurately can you see a month out? Can you see three months out? Can you see a year out as to how the current things are playing out and what problems and opportunities you need to be aware of? And I would say that give yourself grace if you're new to a culture, but the longer you're in a culture, the, the further your long range vision should expand. Third handle idea. Uh, your vision and focus should work like a lens. This is the most important thing that I want to communicate today. And that is uh, lenses, like like nice like camera lenses. Everything is not in focus all at once. 
for a nice camera lens, you can alternate. Are the things up close in focus? Are the things in distance in focus? What is the thing that is seen most clearly? It works with a rhythm going in and out. We'll get to that in a second. But I want to say like, you cannot have great long range vision and always be in the details. You cannot always be in the details and always be looking towards the future, okay? And so you just need to know that you can't do both at the same time, that it's gonna go in and out at times. And so here's the rhythm that I believe that we need to be able to adopt, is if we are only long range, if we're only future planning, if we're only distance vision, we lose sight of where we are right now and our ability to navigate it. If we are only in the details right now and working day to day, week to week, we miss where we need to head and the opportunities that we need to seize and the problems that we need to avoid in order to get to where we need to go. And so I believe that a great rhythm for leaders is that you need your life, the rhythm should work like a lens, that you need to spend seasons in the details and then the, the phrase that I've heard that I think is a fantastic phrase is that you need to spend time leading at altitude. You need to spend some time, think of it as like climbing up a mountain, removed from the initial problems that are happening right now, an ability to get higher up to see further into the future, and then return to the details. Leaders who live on the mountain are not able to influence what's happening right now, and they usually have a completely inaccurate grasp as to where their team is and where their organization is. Yeah. Leaders who never go up on the mountain, never take time to try to get some distance vision. What happens is, is I believe they squander the most significant opportunities that are right there before them. And they deal with the same problems week after week, month after month, year after year. You've met these leaders. Like, I hope you're not this leader, but you've met this person who like, when you ask them what's their issue, you you could answer for them because it's gonna be the same issue every single time. Yeah, And it just deal like, oh, my team, this system, this thing makes me nuts. Mm, yeah. It's like, could you, could, you ever, could you ever fix it? <laughs> yeah. Could you ever actually make it better? And so I believe that as we understand like, hey, we're not always equally good up close and far away. But in a leadership position, you need to be able to do both. You need to know which one is your strength. And so what you do is you work your calendar with a rhythm of taking time to get super immersed in the details, to see up close, and then to take time to look at it from a further picture, to lead at altitude so you can see what's coming up. It's, uh, it's very wise um, because everyone... You said it, and most people know that leader that is is doing um, what you described as <laughs> as something that makes everyone crazy, really. Yeah. Um, I think the hard part, or at least for someone might be listening today, I think the thing that we have to maybe dive a little deeper into is the fact that you said you can't be both at the same time. Yes. Which uh, you can't be both at the same time, but the organization actually oh, has to so have... Good have it happening both at the same time oh that's great and BJ. so that's the that's the thing that i always struggle with is like i know that i can't be in the details of everything and look out into the forward to push the online to to the to new levels the yeah. things we haven't seen before but someone has to be in both uh not someone 
a team of people need to be in both. So how do you decide at which point you're going to jump far out and go, like you said, you just recently spent two days. And I know you had some time in a season where you knew that wasn't possible and now it is. But then how do you rely on the deep people being in the details while you're looking at a very long term goal? Yeah, I, I would say it as um, how do I uh, I don't have to the the data points for the up close aren't always coming from me. Does that make sense? Like yeah. I'm not discovering those data points. Yeah. But I better be aware of those data points. Right. Yeah. I mean, sure. You've got to be aware of them, but if you're, so the, 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 how are you moving your, the, the, the organization to the place of which it needs to go next um, with, with being a far, you're seeing far further away, right? You're looking far away. How do you make sure that all the details are making sure those are happening while you're, uh, so honestly, because the, that's the difference between you can't be both at the same time, but somebody has to be. The reality is, is so like for, part of it is like just empowering people to yeah. carry it out. The other side is like, as you empower people to carry it out there, I, I believe that you naturally will run through. And I say this in a healthy way. You'll naturally run through seasons in which you need to neglect the details. Okay. And so to say like, we uh, assimilation process for church. I was a part of the initial design. I am monitoring metrics. I am currently unaware of the full process. Yeah. I will in the near future become aware of the full process in a way to redesign, to align it to future goals. Yeah. But to say is like, I have stop points to go. I'm going to, and maybe this is a little different based upon like positional leadership, where you are, size of your team, sure, things like that. Of course. But to say like, so I'm able right now to run through seasons where I go, I'm engaged here. Now I'm completely removed. And then I'm re-engaged. There you go. And so I'm able to constantly in that rhythm, realign to overall goals. Yeah. I think that gives a real good clear picture as to the analogy you talked about the lens. So yeah. you are really, you're focusing in in seasons. You know, I'm actually acting like if you're watching, I'm, I'm <laughs> if you're on YouTube, yeah, I'm moving in, 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 in out and now and I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's, that's purposely, uh, that's a strategy that you're employing to make sure that in the seasons that you need to focus in on something that may be detail centric that you're doing. Yes. It, but that's not the goal is to stay there. The goal is to make sure the organization moves forward and whatever you have to play in that role that you play. And I, th I think it's weird. I, I think the thing that I find is that, um, uh, there's a lot of leaders. They never refocus their lens. That's if I could say it yeah, like that. I think that's what I'm really trying they to get stay, to. They stay short-term details yeah. or they're all long range picture. Yeah. And I think that's where we find the difficulty in, in organizations because you'll have leaders at the top saying, I don't want, I want to stay out of the details always and forever yeah. and then wonder why the thing that they're leading people to isn't actually getting there because yeah. they have no idea what people are doing on the ground level they're completely uh it's it's just it's just busy work to them when it's actually strategic at exactly. that level and on the reverse side someone that has their hands all over their team and they're in their every detail it's the week to week like you said your friend was because of the season that he found himself was i think that's just so important and it's really hard let's be honest it's really hard to negotiate and well, what I think we find is that we are naturally drawn to the uh, skill. I want to say skill that we have, but I want to say even more so the skill that we love. So like some people, they love details. And so they're in it. I am not one of those people. Right. And some people, they love big picture thinking, plans, dreams, 
vision casting, all those pieces. Yeah. I, I do. I love those pieces. Right. And so they just only live in it. And to say, like, I don't know how you can't see that what is happening right now impacts the potential of what can happen. Yeah. And if you're not fully aware at times, you can't be fully aware at all times. Right. But if you're not having drop-in points to test culture, systems, strategy, all these other pieces, energy, then there's no way you're actually going to be able to lead into where you need to head. That's good. Uh, one last question. You're just switching gears. Um, you talked about uh, not getting enough altitude. Yeah. What parts of the of a leader today, uh, where where would they start to recognize that that's something that they need to be more closely paying attention to, that they're not... Um, they're not seeing far enough. They're not getting up above the, the, the thing or they're yeah. not getting far enough out. Like, oh, what, would you, what would you say that they need to pay more attention to? You should be okay. Ready? Yeah. Oh, this is great. This is great. Cause I want to, I, I want to say it first, just like a really chalk answer. Yeah, like, well, sure. Like just the, well, you don't know where you're headed. Right. You don't know how current decisions Open impact future things. <laughs> like, right. uh, I think this is the greatest indicator. Uh, if you have a time slot with your team. A meeting, yep. volunteer team, yep. whatever it is. You have a time in which you have an opportunity together and you don't know what to do with it. Yeah, it's good. That means you don't have altitude. Oh, that's great. Because it, it like if Woo. you go like, oh, it's not assigned to me. Oh, it's not pressing. <laughs> oh, I wasn't told I have to do this. Uh, if, that just hit somebody hard. <laughs> if you know where you're headed. Yeah. So like some people say, uh, I, will, I will cancel meetings yeah. strategically for rest and to upset the rhythm or right. because I'm out. Right. I have never once had a spot. Well, we've got this group. We've got this meeting here at one. What do you want to talk about? Oh, no, I don't really have anything to talk about. (laughs) If you don't have anything to talk about, you don't know where you're headed. Yeah. Yep. That's great. Uh, We'll leave it right there for this episode. I really love it. I'm glad that you didn't give the candy. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, Wrap it up for us. One, five, six, our vision, or I'm sorry, (laughs) not our vision process. (laughs) One, five, six, how to see. Yeah. I just really want people to see that there's a, there's a rhythm to uh, being aware of systems and details and strategy and doing long-term planning. And I want you to know you're going to be drawn to one. Please know which one you're better than at, but you need to run it in a rhythm back and forth. And that's the only way to do both in a healthy and effective way. That's awesome. Thank you for joining us and taking time out of your day to become a better leader. If you're new to the podcast and haven't yet subscribed, it would mean the world to us if you did that now. So post about it, rate and review or both. You won't believe how that helps get this podcast in the hands of so many more leaders just like you. We love hearing your stories of how the podcast is working in your life and business. If you have a story, visit leadinghope.online and send that to us. We would love to hear from you. And remember... Everyone Everyone. has 20 minutes to learn to become a better leader. Make it count.